Aloha, familia. So good to see all of you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Kenny. I saw your super chat earlier. I really appreciate that, brother. Thank you, thank you. You are awesome. Welcome to therapy. No, <laughs> no but actually, we're going to be going so deep today. Like, this is going to be eye-opening, familia. This is going to change your life, okay? Because this is something that most spiritual leaders and um, topics and whatnot, they don't teach about this specific truth in terms of when you start to first dive into the quantum field and manifestation and how you could be preyed upon by not having resolved childhood wounds. So we're gonna be talking deeply about childhood. We're gonna be talking about how to overcome um, these childhood traumas so that we can um, be an adult <laughs> in our lives and actually use uh, a higher perception of reality, but also still ground it um, in a mature way. So, oh, thank you so much, Holy Ghost. I love it. My new name is Zeruk. That's awesome. So this is important, again, because with how this reality was created, Familia, most of us have childhood wounds. You'd be surprised with how many people are walking around um, in adult bodies that are just wounded children. And so, unfortunately, um, spirituality, even just religion in itself, can be highly dangerous for a lot of people um, who don't have a hold on themselves. Um, it can be a way that people can go into delusion and lose track of actual reality. So, again, this is not like a huge topic. This isn't like a popular topic because... Uh, you know, a lot of people, they, <laughs> they themselves are also in the delusion as well. And they're making lots of money right off of other people and their fragmentation. So this is something that could be triggering, but I promise you stay for this message and it's going to change your life. Please put a like on the video if you are ready for this transmission. It really helps the video. Um, get the likes up. Thank you. Thank you. So with manifestation. So we were at Barnes and Noble this week and I was looking at the books and I see the book that I've seen so many times and the movie that I've seen so many times, especially in the spiritual community. And you guys have probably seen it and it is the movie or the book, The Secret. Let me know in the chat if you have watched that movie or if you have read the book. So The Secret, right? The Secret came out in 2006 and everyone was super excited. They're like, yeah, my thoughts create my reality, right? I just have to think about something and it's going to manifest, right? And we had, you know, people in The Secret, Oprah, right? You know, we know we know the little things kind of that we were feeling about Oprah, you know, the, some disclosure that was coming out about that. But I'm not going to go into that today. But specifically with The Secret, it was something that everyone was kind of awakening to. The fact that we are in a quantum field, yes, and we do put out a frequency. And by putting out a frequency, the reality itself can bend and shift to these higher frequencies that we are wanting to match. That is truth. That is the quantum physics of this field. It's a holographic projected projection coming from your DNA. Very, very powerful to understand. Uh, Lynn Marie, thank you so much, sister. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Loving gratitude, beautiful Ireland. Yes, we got the 3-3 portal. Let's go. 
Thank you, thank you. So um, we were all super excited, right? I remember watching that, that movie and being like, oh my gosh, these people literally just thought something and then two seconds later it shows up, right? And that can happen. I'm not saying that can't happen because I know people who have literally thought something and it manifested right away, okay? So that's real. I'm here to tell you like that can happen, okay? But there is a problem with that sort of thinking. Again, when you're coming from fragmentation, you're coming from deep childhood wounding, um, and you can come into the spiritual community and into manifestation in a way to subside trauma. And it can feel very familiar, okay? It can feel very familiar. So we're gonna be going deep into how we can really make authentic, intuitive um, manifestations in our life coming from a place of wholeness versus a place of childhood trauma and fragmentation and delusional thinking. So let me know in childhood, let me know any, any of you in the chat if, when you were a child, you had a lot of trauma, you had a lot of neglect, a lot of abuse, maybe your parents um, were avoidant towards you or they were immature emotionally where you had to be the parent for your parent themselves and it was very, very highly, highly um, toxic, okay? Very, very toxic. So let me know if during childhood you would kind of sit there and this is not i'm not talking about like imagination i'm talking about like you are in a very traumatic environment that you literally have to think of a way out you have to think about something else in terms of maybe you know i just want to be adopted that's what i used to think let me know in the chat if you would think like you know what if i got adopted i would think that so many times during my childhood you know, oh, you know, someone's gonna adopt me and I'm gonna be taken out of here and I'm gonna be in a, a better home and I'm not gonna live in poverty anymore. And that was a way of me coping during that time period because it was so emotionally overwhelming for me as a child. So I had to escape my present reality by going into magical thinking. So I know so many of us, so many of us have experienced that. Ariana, thank you so much. They use our wounds to control us. Healing our inner child is where our power is. The hypnosis you did in Patreon helped me go deeper and I feel stronger. Love you, star sis. Oh, thank you so much, Ariana. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're really focusing on the inner child and healing the emotions on Patreon. We're gonna be going into more this weekend. Thank you, Ariana. And I wanna mention something at the end of this talk about Ariana and Jonah. Um, specifically about some supplements that have been helping my nervous system. Uh, oh, thank you so much, Nature Boy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Nature Boy says, I actually asked my parents if I was retarded. Oh my gosh. No, Nature Boy, you are not retarded. You are not retarded, but you're, you know, your family might have made you feel that way, brother. They might have made you feel like you were stupid and didn't validate you. Uh, for how you were feeling, you know, so many of our parents, they themselves, you know, from this matrix and from the way that this reality has been operating, um, they are, were under their own trauma, you know, they were operating as inner child, um, wounded beings trying to be the parent to you. It just couldn't happen. So there's no judgment to our families, but we have to understand that this way um, of thinking was something that was used as a trauma response, okay? So when we watch things such as The Secret, okay, 
we think, wow, this is great. There's a, there's a reality greater than my present. There's something you know, so much bigger that I can attune to. And that is true. We can attune and we can envision you know, who we are wanting to become and what we are wanting to bring into our lives. But again, the problem that I found in The Secret and what I'm finding in a lot of these spiritual communities and even in myself, something that I feel was lacking a little bit, was the lack of really understanding the emotions and the emotional body and how to really do that deep work on a more practical foundational level. Um, that's just as important as going into like the very high, you know, quantum field physics uh, spectrum of, of this time reality. It's something that also has to be grounded into the inner work that you're doing. So this was something that was not in the secret. There was nothing about healing or how you can, uh, you know, really heal yourself first in order to start going into these higher emotion emotional states, right? It's just like, of course, we have to, you know, and we want to be in higher frequencies. And the more we're in a higher frequency and that we feel good, right? The more that we're able to just navigate in our reality. Again, whether that means something bad is happening, because it also means that we don't have control over everything. That's another misconception in the manifestation, quantum reality, physics um, that people get into is that they think that they have control over everything. So therefore, if one thing bad happens in their reality, they created it, okay? That can create a lot of dysfunction and fragmentation in a soul. So it's all, like when people talk about healing and consciousness and creation, there's like a fine line, right? There's a fine line where it's like, yes, you create your personal hologram, but we still have dimensional bleeding happening all around us, right? So that's important to know because you can't just assume, oh, if some one thing bad happened, then you're not doing good enough, okay? And again, this can all go back into childhood, that perfectionism, that escapism. Oh, I have to be perfect. It's a way of trying to control your environment because you didn't have control from childhood. You didn't have control of your environment. So going into these delusional thinking and magical thinking um, paradigms were a way for you to feel like you had control over reality when you didn't have control because you were a child, right? Um, and if, even if you wanted to speak up to your family or you wanted to get away, you couldn't because you were in the household. You were under your par uh, parental guise. Oh, thank you so much, um, Hiva. Blue right here. Guess that explains my childhood and more. Hugs and kisses. Mwah. Love you, Hiva. Yeah, a lot of us starseeds, indigos, blue rays, etc., etc. We come in like knowing that we have to do this healing for the lineage. That's what we came here to do. But I do believe, Hiva, that they they pray. They pray on us specifically because they know that. We have this awareness. We know that we're magical beings, right? That we have these powers to create, but we're also coming into family lineages that we're trying to clear. And that can create the dysfunction that I see in a lot of clients and I have even seen in myself where there's that missing aspect, that foundational aspect of really being able to be back in the body and be in the present moment and be able to witness and feel what needs to come up. So... Uh, good, good grand rising September 26th. What's up? So 
again, it's not bad to imagine things. It's not bad to, I always talk about it. Imagination is, is great. It's what we have to do um, in order to really create and envision new things for our lives. But again, it can get to a point, and this is what I've even realized with myself in the past from coming into spirituality and not being grounded in my childhood trauma and not doing that healing work, is that, again, you can get to that point where you start feeling like if you don't do one thing, something bad will happen. Like if you start going into a certain manifestation technique and your subconscious mind likes patterns, so when you see that pattern happen from something that you do, then you tend to continue to get that evidence from your reality that what you're doing is creating that, which there is truth in that, yes. But it can get to an extreme, again, when you are coming from fragmentation, um, that if you don't do that one thing, then it's going to happen. And that can turn into OCD. It can actually turn into um, an obsessive compulsive disorder. So I've actually realized that also within myself um, in the past where I've been like, I have to, I have to see this or I have to write this thing down 30 times. And if I only wrote it down 29 times, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And it turned literally into an OCD paradigm where I didn't feel safe in my body. And it was a feeling of back to childhood of that unsafety and again just trying to control my environment instead of healing myself healing my body and then just allowing myself to navigate through um all as always with the intention with the desire of what i want i'm wanting to bring forth it's not like you're you're just gonna sit back and just you know be a buddhist and not be in externalization okay it's good to have desire and to want things, okay? That's, that's part of what pushes you to grow into a person. It's very, very important. But again, there's a fine line between the two. Ariana, thank you so much. Yes, we must first discern between the two. This is critical knowing. We must know beyond this. We must master this paradigm of our own mind and our own emotions. Exactly, Ariana. Sister, thank you so much. It's so true. So true, we have to master inside of ourselves. So let me just tell you a story. I'll tell you a story about someone who I was witnessing going through deep fragmentation under the guise of spirituality. And it was really disheartening to see. And this can also happen even when you just start to have a spiritual awakening. Um, it can be a lot of uh, you know frequency going through your body and it can be too much. And that's why we're going through small increments at, at this time. But I saw my friend and she was obviously going through some deep fragmentation, some deep wounding that she was still not healing and she was falling into manifestation and trying to manifest the lottery. And I was watching her and I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, she wants to manifest the lottery, like that's all fun and games, whatever. But like slowly but surely it was getting um, concerning, okay? So I would come home from work because we were roommates at the time and she would, you know, come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, like I won the lottery. And I was like, really? And she's like, you know, I just have to continue to think this way. And I was like, okay, awesome. Like, that's great. You know, like continue to think that way. But then she would start doing things like, okay, I'm getting ready to sell the house. Like I'm talking to my attorney today. Like we're going to get rid of the house. And she's like showing me, she's like, okay, this is where your new room is going to be. And I'm like, where's my room going? I was like, I live in this house. And she was like planning to like sell the house I was in. So that's when I started to get involved. Cause I was like, okay, like we got to like tone it down a little bit because 
um, you know, it's something that we can't fully rationally affirm and start to make drastic decisions with. So I was like sitting back and I, it was really sad because the thing about manifestation and also about desire that you have to understand is that again, if you're coming from deep wounds and you're trying to manifest something from those wounds, it's never going to be authentic and it's never going to be in alignment. Therefore, when people say, oh, I tried to manifest this and it didn't work, I'm like, well, maybe it's because it really was in alignment with your soul. And sometimes you think you're in charge, but your intuition and your soul is in charge. You're just trying to ignore it. You're trying to ignore that uncomfortable feeling of the work that you have to do. And so you're in fantasy land um, trying to bring about things that aren't even aligned. They're literally a mask. And that's what I was seeing with her. I was like, so why do you want to win the lottery? Okay, that's a great thing to ask yourself when you're wanting something. It's like, why? Okay, really get to the why in order to really discover yourself and who you are. So I asked her and she was like, you know, I just know that once I win the lottery, you know, my twin flame is going to, he's going to be there and he's going to see like how much I've done and how that I'm rich now and he'll want to be with me. Okay, so right there, you see the fragmentation happening. She feels that if she wins the lottery, that's going to validate her for this man, her twin flame, who still is running away from her. And it's going to give her that validation. So I was sitting back like, okay, um, this is a problem. This is a big problem because she was... On, she was honestly going into even more risky behaviors, um, you know, stalking his house. I'm not even going to go into all of that, but the deep core of that manifestation was I need to prove myself. So that's coming from a place of fragmentation again. It's not coming from a place of wholeness. And the whole thing about reality, it's not about, oh, I'm coming into this reality to be something and to, you know, attract all these things and attract money and attract the perfect job, right? We hear that all the time. People attract their perfect job, their perfect spouse, but they're still not happy. Why is that? Why is that? It's because it's not about what you're trying to attract. It's about who you are becoming by doing the work by not always living, living in fantasy and escapism land and actually feeling into your body. And that can be super uncomfortable. Because again, when we didn't have validation from childhood, when we weren't able to look at our emotions and instead we went into magical thinking, then that was something that was deeply ingrained into us. And that's why the spiritual communities can prey upon wounded individuals because they still don't have that, that sense of self of why they're wanting to do the things that they're doing. They're not asking those questions and they're not sitting in their actual emotional body. So your intuition, again, can be uncomfortable. When you're feeling into your intuition, it can give you nudges like, hey, you know, maybe this isn't real. Maybe this isn't, this isn't happening. Maybe this is in your head. And you're saying, no, 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 I'm going to continue to live in this fantasy realm. Just like maybe if you were the narcissist and you're still thinking he's going to change, he's going to get better, right? I've done that before in my, my past relationships um, and thinking, you know, one day he's just going to wake up, right? That's another a delusional thinking. It's thinking that we can control another person with our thoughts. And I'm, I was sitting back and I was just thinking about that yesterday and how um, with that delusional thinking and thinking I could save this person, um, it was escaping myself 
from the presence that this person was abusive and that I was not in a safe relationship. So that is also in our own personal lives, how we can escape uncomfortable emotions. Even when our intuition is like, this isn't right. That person is abusive to you. And you know what? That voice, that intuition feeling that maybe something's not right, whether that's a person, whether that's a belief system, whether that's um, a religious organization that you're in and you keep feeling that feeling, it's not going to go away. Like people think, you know, if they just like ignore it, that's another delusional thinking, a magical thinking trait from childhood trauma is that if you just ignore it, it'll go away. So what happens, especially in the spiritual community, is we think, oh, if we just ignore it, if we don't look at it, it'll just go away. But that emotion gets stronger and it gets louder, right? And sometimes we really can't look at it. And then what, what happens when we really can't look at it? Let me know if you know what happens when we really can't look at it, but your body's trying to tell you. That is when we start to manifest disease in the body. That's when we start to have um, ailments in our body. So you could see someone who's a spiritual coach or someone who's a healer, a healer themselves, right? And they're all of a sudden they're dealing with health problems and you're like, okay, what's going on? What's, what's occurring right now? Well, again, it's that, that repression of emotion. It's going into spirituality and not really doing the deep work that a lot of people are afraid to do which is something that I'm really diving into now. Like going into this year, I'm really going to be specializing and helping people in this work because I think it's the most important. I see so much people with dysfunction and I really want to help people on this level. But anyways, so <laughs> with with the law of with the law of attraction again it is something so amazing. It's like I talked about it even in my my last I think second or third life, you know, that we can literally envision our future self um, and we can move into that timeline, but it also takes work. It also takes action, right? Please put a like on the video if this uh, information is helping you. So right in the law of attract, in the law, uh, not the law of attraction, in the secret, it just says, oh, you just have to think of it, right? You just have to think and then it'll appear. Well, you actually have to be it. Okay, so you actually have to start being what you're trying to bring forth. Like if I want to be an author, then I have to start writing the book. If I want to be a YouTuber, I have to start making YouTube videos. It's things like that where it brings us back into more rationality. And again, I think if you have suffered from OCD, childhood trauma, I think there is a significant aspect of grounding a little bit more. I really, really do, especially if you grew up with OCD, um, specifically, I grew up with OCD. Um, if you, you know, as a child played games in your head or you were someone who was like, I have to make sure I don't step on the cracks or I break my mother's back, things such as that, or you would play uh, mind games in your head and you suffer from that, I think you should be more con uh, conscientious about manifestation and not getting too deep into it until you've really done the inner work of feeling your emotions and not being afraid to feel emotions. You know, that's another thing is I do talk about, yes, in the higher dimensional realms. Yes, we are in higher frequencies, of course, because we're less matter. We go up higher in the physics realm, but that doesn't mean that emotions are bad. That doesn't mean that you can't feel emotions. 
and that, oh, if I think a negative thought, then something negative is going to happen. Oh, if I think, um, or if I say something the wrong way, if I phrase something the wrong way, then it's going to happen. And I see a lot of that, even in the spiritual community, like a lot of shame, like, oh, you phrase that incorrectly. So that's why you're sick now. And it's like, no, like if you really want to heal again, if you really want to heal your body, because our body is connected to our emotions, then you have to look at the emotions more so than the thoughts, because the emotions are what's actually causing the disease in the body. So you really have to work on regulating your emotions that are way different than thinking. Thinking and feeling are two separate things that you have to understand. Okay, it's huge. It's huge. You can't just continue to think your way out of a situation like you did in childhood. It's like now you really got to feel. And I think that's what's coming up for so many people um, this year because it's a seven year. And it's all about really working internally and doing this internal work. So everyone's feeling this, these emotions that are really needing to come up and to come through and to not be ashamed of them now. And definitely not think that if you feel this emotion, that all of a sudden bad things are going to start happening to you. Because again, that's going to go into OCD, magical thinking, childhood trauma, um, ways, of, ways of responding to our environment and a way of control. So I say the best thing to do if you're suffering and you're, you're getting scared inside of your own reality, which is what manifestation um, speakers and, you know, different ways of quantum physics can, can create for some people who are not ready for the information and it can create too much overwhelming anxiety, um, then I would just start really small. Okay, like really, really small inside of yourself of how you're going to make small changes, how you're going to shift things um, from, you know, small actions that you can do, you know, even if it, even if that's something just checking in with yourself, you know, I talked about this on my Patreon yesterday, like making certain times of the day where you can just check in with how you're feeling, like what emotion are you feeling, not even necessarily that you have to change it, just how are you feeling right now? That's going to give you some awareness to what's going on in your body. Um, because again, for so long, we haven't been able to be in our body. That's why people dissociate from their own bodies and they fragment out. And that's how, unfortunately, things can come inside of people's bodies. That's why I tell you, like the people that are the most mind controlled in our reality are the most fragmented, hurt souls. And that's the truth because they have fragmented so far then now they are just open vessels. So that's going to be like the NPCs and the, the people around us that um, have no idea what's going on right now. So the whole thing is like coming back into wholeness, not getting too far into manifestation, understanding we are in a bigger hologram. And it's not just you, baby. It's not just you out here controlling everything, okay? We, we still have um, the bigger collective